1: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm -hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll- The Bachelor? uh, That book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will Mm -hmm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland.
1: Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin.
2: R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today.
3: It's It's the the Game of Roses. Welcome to the the Game
2: game of Roses. roses. This
1: This is is the Game of Roses. roses. Welcome to to the the Game of roses. Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case.
2: This is Bachelor Clues. It is Monday. So you know what this means. We're about to dig very deep. This is Digging Deeper. Today we got a smorgasbord. There's no other way to put it. We have some podcasts that are... Certified juicer. It is a certified juicer, as always. And we have some podcasts that are outside of the Bachelor uh, pantheon of podcasts. We have some clips from a podcast that's a Barstool Sports podcast called Out and About with hosts Pat McAuliffe and Joey Kamasta. The guest was none other than Caitlin Bristow. And she has some very interesting things to say. We also have some clips from a podcast called The Unplanned Podcast. This is a podcast hosted by Matt and Abby Howard, who are giant TikTokers as a couple, a young couple with new uh, children. Their guests were, of course, the Lion Dykes. Some very interesting things uh, in that podcast. And then we get to something of a main course, which is two episodes giving us multiple clips from the most dramatic podcast ever that is of course dark lord harrison's podcast he's talking about going to colton underwood's wedding he's also talking with bob guinea and uh bob guinea gives some very interesting information about his relationship with one oprah winfrey which i did not know existed hmm. so beginning getting to that And of course, we got a Vial Files in there with Gabby Windy. They're talking about Vanderpump. And we round out today's Digging Deeper with some higher learning clips, which are always fantastic to me. Um, But let's dig in, shall we? Clip one. Let's go. All right. (laughs) <laughs> clip one comes to us from this podcast called Out and About. Again, this is a Barstool sports podcast with hosts Pat McAuliffe and Joey Kamasta. It is about uh, gay culture primarily, but they talk about pop culture and things of this nature as well. In this first clip, Caitlin reveals something about her own sexuality. Here we go. Speaking of poutine in your panties, I didn't know you're bisexual.
0: Oh, yeah. you don't really of, talk about out, it. Out
2: in a, you're out and about. With your
4: sexuality? Did they know this when they cast you on The Bachelor?
0: Well, I put it... So they do like a very deep dive psychological... And they couldn't find out the council
4: of was. a (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) A deep psychological dive.
4: I actually do
0: think they knew. Uh, I actually do think they knew. But when I was filling out all the questionnaires, they're like, you have to be 100% honest. Like, don't hold back. And I... So they asked if you're into girls. And I was like, Yeah. And then the psychologist who sat me down—I had to sit with her for three hours. A psychologist? Yeah, they go through a whole thing. How cool! And I sat down with her, and for three hours. And then she was like, "Don't tell them that you're into women. They the men might spin it."
3: Oh, the wait, so the, so the psychologist
4: yeah. was hired by the network that
0: you then she had- got fired because I think she was too much on our side, like for like our mental health.
2: This is very interesting. A that she said she the psychologist got fired because she was on our side. Our side meaning the player's side. And the producers are like, get this fucker out of here.
1: Our side meaning the mental health side. (laughs) The human side. Too much of that.
2: But also interesting that the psychologist knew that the producers would potentially eliminate her as a choice for Bachelorette if she was bisexual. So she said, don't tell the producers that.
1: But this is after she's already told
2: them. Supposedly. I don't know. There's a little bit of uh, confusion in this. But nonetheless, pretty interesting that, you know, they, they hint here in this at Colton Underwood as well. And we're going to get to a little bit about his wedding uh, a little bit later in the Sticking Deeper again with DLH. But the idea that they can know, these producers can know that these players are, in terms of their sexuality, not hetero, and they can still cast them in this hetero role and, and hold mm-hmm. them up as like the pinnacle of heteronormative whatever knowing that they're not
1: yeah I mean this has been buried I I didn't know this I should have suspected of course
2: I didn't know this either
1: KB can do it all
2: but then it does beg the question did they know about Colton Underwood
1: I mean that's a dark question I imagine I think they did the answer is yes <laughs> yeah just like it sounds like he wasn't it sounds like there could have been hookups in the past that they found out about
2: but even down to like how they edited that season do you remember the billy eichner date and yes. billy eichner says to him
1: i knew you were gonna say that yes they, they left that in the show they left that in the edit yeah they at least knew it would come off that he was maybe gay
2: yes and uh if you don't remember what happened in that episode was billy eichner was the guest host of this date And he's sitting down with Colton having a conversation with him. And he says, maybe you're the first gay bachelor. He says that to Colton Underwood and they leave it in the show. Why do you leave it in the show? If you don't know that to be true or at least suspect it very heavily.
1: Because they mocked him that whole season. It was a mockery. Yeah. You know, it was, Oh, he's a virgin. Okay. And then we're going to maybe put the. I mean, it's, That's a season I don't think I can watch again.
2: (laughs) I've watched little bits and pieces of it here and there, and it's hard to watch. I agree. But the idea that this show is about finding love and helping people find their soulmates and stuff, if you get down to the brass tacks of it, and it's like they cast Colton Underwood knowing he was gay, clearly that is not what this show is about. This show is about torturing people. Everybody involved in that scenario, Colton and all the women that he was dating... If they knew he was gay, that is not about helping anyone find yeah. love.
1: No, definitely not. I mean, maybe they knew he was bi. I, I mean, I'm just trying to go opto 2023. Maybe they thought he was bisexual.
2: <laughs> maybe yes, maybe we all know how that turned out as well. You know, with the the Cassie Randolph situation. Yeah, he's
1: married to a man.
2: He is now, and we're again, we're going to get to some of that. But I'm just saying, like it, it, it turned. I don't, I don't know what prompted Colton Underwood to place a tracking device on Cassie Randolph's car. I just know that whatever the producers did that season had something to do with everybody's uh, mental state after that season ended. And clearly during it, you saw Colton Underwood jumping a fence literally fleeing production Mm -hmm. to try and get out of what he I can only assume thought was hellish circumstances. Uh, Let's move on to the second clip from the same podcast in which Caitlin Bristow discusses one Kelsey Poe, a figure in our beloved game who is something of a point of fascination for the Dark Seeker who puts these clips together. I
1: know. I'm like, <laughs> wait, someone asked her who wasn't Dark Seeker.
2: <laughs> Kelsey Poe, for those who don't remember, was in season 19, Chris Soul's, uh season of The Bachelor. She, um, in quotes, loved her story. She said that multiple times, and her story was that she had a husband named Sanderson Poe who died tragically, and she would tell this PTC again and again, almost with a smile on her face. I mean, literally with a smile on her face at certain points. And then she, of course, had the uh, historic two-on-one date against Ashley Iaconetti in the Badlands where Mm -hmm. uh, they both were eliminated, I believe. At any rate, let's Listen to this clip. Here we go. Who was your least favorite person to work with on The Bachelor?
0: Um, like- Chris Hansen?
3: <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's the that's catch how a how to predator. catch a predator. We did that last time. Hold but on. Wait. Let her answer. Who's your least favorite person to work with on The Bachelor?
0: Do you mean producer or like contestant? Contestant. Um. um oh, God. My least favorite person. To, well, her name was Kelsey Poe. Did you but, call her Kelsey Ho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of <laughs> let's course. The lamp. Of course. Um she but then she got really bullied after the show, and I oh, now I feel that's bad. Under, okay. Yeah. So, but I she told me my tattoos were desperate. And she told me you I napped too much so that I must be depressed. And I'm like, I actually am depressed. Oh my
3: god. How <laughs> well, many tattoos, tattoos do you have? Yeah, let's do a tattoo tour. I
0: do have um some pretty thirsty tattoos, but what um, do they say? Um, okay, well, a, first of all, I have two it's, it's a bullseye yeah, on her
3: lower back? That's Kelsey Ho. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Ew. She looks like a realtor from a bad neighborhood.
0: <laughs> she was the villain and she was so mean to me. And she'd wait till the cameras were
3: off. She's not pretty means enough to, mean. to be mean to anyone.
0: She was really mean.
3: Really mean. Look, look what God did to her, poor thing. Damn.
2: These guys are fucking Jesus. savage. <laughs>
3: they
2: went in hard oh on poor my Kelsey Poe. God.
1: Pope. I guess I know what the about part is.
2: Yeah. Um,. That was some furious uh, vigor. They don't even know Kelsey Poe. They were just looking at a picture of her. No,
1: uh, just roasting a photograph of this woman.
2: Yeah. It's interesting, though, that that Kelsey Poe was mean to Caitlin Bristow. Um, Any time we get these little, you know, peeks into some of these old seasons about, like, what was going on behind the scenes and shit, I'm fascinated by this. It starts to help you paint a picture of what season 19 might have been like for the players when they were in the house, not out on group dates, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And how how players will turn it on and off depending on whether they're being followed by a camera. And uh, tattoo shaving, KB. I mean, she found her... Or no, was that the nurse? Didn't she find her husband dead? Or her yes, fiance?
2: I believe so.
1: So, I mean, she's been through... Can't well, uh...
2: but that's what Caitlin Bristow was talking about here. Like, after the season, she got... You know, some flack from the fourth audience, Mm -hmm. essentially, because there was a lot of conjecture about the possibility that Sanderson Poe, Kelsey Poe's husband, uh, might have been murdered by Kelsey Poe. (laughs) Just because she was got a villain edit. I I mean, she got a villain edit, but some of the footage of her is a little like, whoa, what? When she says, I love my story and the story is Mm -hmm. my husband tragically died. That's a little strange, mm-hmm. a, a, a strange way to phrase it. You know what I mean? Maybe she
1: loves, she loves who she became out of it. I don't know. I'm just like, I am not, I am not in my era of putting moral judgments on any of these people. Uh, and I'm definitely not in my era of saying she murdered someone with no evidence. <laughs>
2: I'm not saying she murdered. I'm just saying that that is something a lot of people felt might be a possibility at the time. And maybe even still now. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: She's still being bullied to this day. <laughs>
2: I'm not, no, I'm not saying that that happened or didn't happen. I'm just saying that's what was kind of the, the um, consensus conspiratorial theory at the time. Uh, all right, let's move on. The next podcast we have is called The Unplanned Podcast. This is hosted by Matt and Abby Howard. They have, I believe, three and a half million TikTok followers and roughly three million YouTube followers. They're a married couple with children, um, and they do blogs and vlogs, et cetera. Et cetera. And it's about being married young and having children young. Their guests were Ari and Lauren Mm. Leyendyke on May 10th. And in this first clip, uh, we get some information about what it was like to sign into the Bachelor franchise and how uh, the edit might have been affected by things that went on that season. Here we go.
4: Okay, reality TV scares the crap out of me because anything and everything you say will be used against you or oh, could be used against you. Totally. And it's like, it's so reassuring, like knowing like when we do social media, if we say something stupid, we'll just like cut it out of our video. Yeah. But like you so guys, you, s- I mean, you essentially <laughs> sign your life away, right? When you're on a show, like you've signed all this paperwork where anything you say on camera, like you can't keep them from posting that. Like they're, yeah. they're going to put it in the episode, especially yeah. if it's something crazy that they can use to get more viewership or mm-hmm. build controversy or just make a more entertaining show, right?
1: Right.
3: I've been on stuff where I'm like, Oh man, they edited that so cool! Like, I'm glad they did that. Or yeah, you know, how how they did that was so like awesome. And then yeah. I've been on like The Bachelor, where I'm like, wow. Well, they really didn't <laughs> mean no favors there, you know? Because it's like it's interesting, like w- where you fit in reality TV. It's all about like a storyline. Yeah. So like, if you're the good guy, or like the runner up, or yeah. like somebody to root for, you're just going to get this like magical edit. But if you're if you're villainized, or if you're, or if
0: they're trying to hide something
3: yeah it's interesting like we w- as soon as we got together post-show the editing changed it was like episode three or four and i'm like "Uh oh this is looking dark remember <laughs> sure. that not really remember anything. i do clearly i was like it was like because they edit sort of they finish the season and then they start editing everything so they really? don't edit as they go
4: really they
0: so have to it- see how it ends so that they can tailor it to that's good storytelling though yeah do.
4: i mean like that's cool you want to begin with the end in mind and like tell that narrative but then that's also scary for you guys you're like i don't know how the frick i'm gonna be depicted on the show so yeah,
3: um, yeah. Hmm.
1: no favors there uh it's all about the storyline there's a good guy magical edit he's referencing the ben higgins edit and then lauren chimes in trying to hide something i love this from lauren i'm like what is she referencing here is it that they were trying to hide their connection to hide the twist at the end. So that, cause I remember that one, one on one date they aired where mm. they just aired all of this like silent footage to make it seem like Ari and Lauren had the most awkward one on one date ever.
2: Yeah. I remember that too. And I think that is what she's probably talking about because I would guess at the end of that season, after everything goes down, we're talking about bachelor season 22. Uh, we know what happens. He chooses Becca Kufrin, then he goes back on that and has to do that very awkward, horrible, terrible following her around the, the rented uh-huh. house, the Airbnb property, and she's saying he to mesnies. get out. He mezzes her. Um I would imagine that at the end of the shooting season, once they have all that footage and they know that's how it's going to shake out, their primary objective is now to victimize Becca Kufrin and hold her Mm -hmm. up on the pedestal as your next bachelorette. And they will destroy Ari if necessary to do that, which is what they essentially did in the edit. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in.
1: Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.com. Dot .co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you.
2: Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, You're going to want to hear about OneSkin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the SkinSafe seal of approval.
1: You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And One Skin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off, oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Clues... And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now.
2: Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies (laughs) makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, You can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies comfort from the outside in. So I think what he's talking about starting to see the edit change in episode three or four to make him look a little shittier so that they can Mm -hmm. in the end really make it like he was always a piece of shit, dickhead, and now you have your bachelorette because of it. That sounds right to me. Um, I don't know. It's it's just always interesting to hear, you know, people who are at this high level of the game talking about their edits and what how they were feeling about them when they were coming out. And I just wish that there was like more of this and it wasn't so disparate. Like we have to pull these little yeah, pieces. We have
1: to find it on the unplanned podcast.
2: <laughs> exactly. It's like where is their podcast or why don't they go on you know like off the vine or something or vial files and just talk very openly about like what was that season like after you do this thing where you go back on your final choice you know how did you feel about the producers blah blah blah
1: and the watch back period which is obviously that I love that they're like three or four is when they got together so they're like the edit changed from that point on yeah super interesting
2: uh, let's move on to this next clip. Same podcast. In this clip, we learn a little bit about um, what the producers, uh, the terminology they use to describe both Lauren and Becca Kufrin. Very interesting stuff here. Uh, this one's a doozy. Here we go.
4: Producers, are they trying to like steer you down a certain path? Are they like, oh, hey, you should kick this girl off, but this girl, you should keep her on. And they're like, they want to keep like the, the mean girl on to keep the show, keep the drama going, keep it more interesting.
3: I feel like in the mi- the beginning and in the middle of the show, they definitely have personalities that they want to keep on. Like okay. they were like, "Hey, if you keep you keep Crystal on another week, then you can bring another girl to Paris," you know? Or Oh, you oh know, like, I'm wow. like okay. are you kidding me? <laughs> but then towards the end, they really do want you to make the decision that's best for yourself. Yeah. But I think that you're doing these interviews, and they're like always highlighting, yeah, you know, the good things about somebody, like why they would make a good fit for you. And it was always sort of this thing where, like Lauren, they were like, "I remember this one comment. It They're still, really, yeah. still gets, still kills me." They're like, "Lauren's like the Ferrari, dude. She's like, you know, I, I know you love fast cars, but like, she's not a car you drive every day. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you know, she's like, yeah. and I'm like, and you know, Becca's like the dependable minivan, like something that you can just like." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> what? No.
3: Like, uh, what? Like, what is like, this i kind of feel like this is different they're like, from cars okay, I like, <laughs> i'm like I, i'm a car guy i
4: appreciate <laughs> the analogy they but,
0: tried they tried but <laughs>
4: they're like this guy's a race car driver we got to
2: relate <laughs> to him
0: We got to get to it like how can we make him understand i'm still
2: dead about that i'm still dead about that this shit's unreal that season oh I don't know God. if you remember like every date had something to do with cars this
1: was my misogynist moment of the week
2: <laughs> <laughs> for real but it it speaks to like so many things a that they don't really give a fuck about any of the players. They're just like, mm-hmm. she's a Ferrari, mm-hmm. she's a minivan. They call fucking Becca Kufrin a goddamn minivan. This is the tra- the only Tropical Royale you have. This is the host, or would be the host, of Bachelor Happy Hour, of Bachelor Live on stage, now defunct RIP. But the idea that that season, everything Ari did, every date, was like car-themed in one way or another. They were going to car museums, mm-hmm. they were driving cars around, doing car this, car that. And so even when the producers are talking to him, they're like, we have to put this in the car terms or he won't understand it.
1: They took that minivan theme to the nth degree. They give Becca and uh, the other Garrett a minivan at the end of her season.
2: Oh shit, that's right. It also
1: (laughs) reminds me of a story that I just shared on HBO Lax, which is at my old job, there was a man agent and a woman agent and the woman agent, I overhear her go stop hitting on my assistant. And the guy goes, what dogs can't chase cars. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe someone said this sentence in real life in not 1950s. And then I'm just like, Oh, this is a thing. Men thinking women are like cars. They're like a,
2: yeah like a prize or that a, you own
1: right. and it was just like so gross and this is just so this is gross oh i hate hearing
2: those but i mean they also the show itself is a fucking game show it's a sport they are prizes yeah. the bachelor is a prize the bachelorette is a prize whoever wins it in the finale they are dubbed the winner of the season what are you winning if not the person um. anyway.
1: And if you were to try to do that metaphor, they have three children together, right? So it's yeah. like, Lauren's obviously the minivan, if this is a real
2: I know. thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's also the flip side of it, is like, the producers were just wrong. They, were, they either knew that yeah. and were lying, or they don't know who these fucking players are at all.
1: They're uh, lying diking
2: <laughs> Right. Let's move on to one final clip from this unplanned podcast then we're going to get into the main course of the dlh most dramatic podcast ever talking all about colton underwood's wedding in this final clip from the unplanned podcast the lion dykes discussed the ending of their season and whether they've seen it or not here we go we've actually
0: Everything. never seen the ending so i don't you,
4: we yeah don't we know never what it watched, watched it. no way um, so you just didn't watch it because you're just like you know what too close. Been there. Too don't. Yeah. Not too traumatized.
2: in there
0: yeah you know at that point we had to go on after the final rose And everyone had just watched the ending, so we mentally just couldn't handle watching it and then going on to talk about it. Oh my god! Yeah,
3: it was bad. I knew it was going to be bad, but it was really bad. As far as it was worse
0: than we thought that it would. Like how so?
3: Well, I think like you know, obviously you make that call. You know, obviously you don't feel good about what you did. You know, you're like, shoot, I shouldn't have made that decision, or I need more time, or why didn't I? Why did I do that? And I think the biggest thing is like when I was like nope I'm gonna call Lauren we're gonna I'm gonna see if I can work it out with her then um I like clued production in on it and that was kind of I thought that would be good for us because I thought they could help tell a story and it just kind of backfired really yeah it
0: turned into the story being about the next season like propelling it into being successful rather than highlighting the story that was already
4: there, you know? Wow. Yeah.
3: They kind of, they were like, they kind of pitched it as like, we're going to rom- romanticize this. Like she was a person you were always supposed to be with. So we're going to watch you run back to her. And then it's going to let people know like why yeah. you made the decision. Yeah. And then they kind of cut all that out. And then they just made me, they just like air like a super long breakup scene. Yeah. And then it was like cut to Lauren and now we're together. And people were just like, "What? Really yeah. Yeah. they're like, what? You know? Yeah. So I think they, I think they kind of, in hindsight, we should have just done that all privately. That's accurate. Just for anybody, (laughs) anybody
2: listening, if you're ever in that situation in Bachelor where you're going to dismiss your first choice and go for your second choice, they're never going to make you look good. They're always going to make you look like a horrible piece of shit who deserves death. Always in every case. It's against the
1: process.
2: Yeah, Exactly it is against the process, but only kind of. Like the thing that's weird about that to me is like they don't if you went for your second choice, sometimes they'll fly Mesni in. But like the Lion Dykes don't get bachelor royalty treatment because they villainized him so much in that final episode that it's like he's he's Satan incarnate in this industry or in this uh franchise now.
1: I feel like I have heard him talk about it before and he said it was to try to help Becca to like help propel her season. And now I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't true. Maybe it was because they were tricked into thinking it was going to be this storybook ending. I, I mean, they did him so dirty with that breakup scene. The, the law, the one long take, I'll never forget it. And everyone's yelling at him. And then the state of Minnesota says you're not allowed in. And like people were sending her money to pay for drinks like it was a disaster, <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> and also the fact that like they, him and Lauren, are happy together, multiple children. They're living like this great kind of suburban Arizona lifestyle. He's selling his million dollar properties and all this shit. You know,
1: that's the most prolific of any couple, right?
2: Um, no, don't Sean and
1: did Tanner have? Oh, they have three. Yeah, yeah,
2: I think they're tied. I don't think anybody's hit the the quad mark yet.
1: But I do think they should be taking credit where they can. I can't believe they don't have Ari and Lauren back.
2: Because they are outside of it. It's like you're saying. The process is you pick your ring winner and and it worked. But I still think second choice works because you met this person and fell in love with them through the process and you're now married. You have kids. You're going to be together forever, probably. I don't see why they wouldn't take that.
1: I mean, they have Ashley and Jared.
2: But they met on Paradise in a different circumstance. It wasn't like The Bachelor. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they do that. But you see it time and time again. Or people like uh, Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell, Mm -hmm. who that was his final pick. But then they broke up on After the Final Rose. But now they've been together for, what is it, like two years or something? Uh,
1: Forever. So That was 2020?
2: Yeah, I think so. 2020 or 2021.
1: The end of 2020. Yeah.
2: January 2021 I think at any rate
1: well they probably can't get them to come no
2: probably not but uh now let's move on we're gonna get into this main course starting with the most dramatic podcast ever from May 16th in this first clip the Dark Lord Harrison and Lauren Zima discuss being the only people from Bachelor Nation and at Colton Underwood's wedding and uh what that experience was like. This is very interesting. Here we go. If you would like to hear these clips of DLH talking about Colton Underwood's wedding and being the only person from Bachelor Nation there to attend it, Please just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the rest of this episode. You're going to get access to all of the Digging Deepers we have ever done, which at this point is uh, probably somewhere around 100. It's got to be. It's getting close to that. And you will also get access to everything on our Patreon, which includes Clues Corners, where I'm currently breaking down the ultimatum Queer Love with Pace Case. She did the first three episodes with me, and I'm going to be covering that until that season is completely over. You're also going to get access to our Discord, where you can submit screams to Twibbon. You're also going to get access to our weekly live show that we do every Monday at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, and you're going to get access to the pit generally. You're going to get to hang out with everybody else who's down here in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit.
1: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time